It's happening. We are podcasting. <laughs> Sorry, that was. It's good. You know no, what? it was a good start. It's about as good as all the starts to our shows. So. I, you know what? I just, I really put myself out there and I say, I'm going to give 150%. And that's what I did. You did it. And, and, and we're all grateful. <laughs> 150% grateful. Well, 150% of me has shown up for another episode of Last Name Basis. I'm Francesca Ramsey. I'm Patrick. And for the very first time, we're coming to you from Brick Radio. That's right. We put corners in a triangle. Why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a person from a dance to acting on the screen. You know who it is, man, it's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist. And you're tuning to them live. This is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. The big exciting news that we have is that our podcast has officially become official. We joined a podcast network, and we're super excited about it. Totally. Uh, so Brick is a nonprofit in Brooklyn. It stands for the Brooklyn Information and Culture, and it's very, like, cool and funky. They do, like, art stuff and workshops, and they've got a local access TV station, and now they do a bunch of podcast programming. Including ours. Yes! Including last name basis. So we're really happy to be here. Um, the, the brick space is incredible. Uh, there's just art everywhere, creativity everywhere, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fun to be part of this. And now we have to be super professional because we're in, like, a studio now, and there's cameras around. There are and... lights on us. We're not, we're not on our couch in our living room. Yeah, we both have pants on. So <laughs> That's true. You know, shit has gone up to the neck. We don't know these people. Like, we only, we were only, like, been here. This is our first time, so we don't want to take any pants off yet because— A few episodes in. We'll, we'll all get comfortable. We'll ease everyone into We'll all it. be on a first-name basis. <laughs> And then the pants come off. That's how this works. So last night we had a super swanky dinner party because that's how we do because we're adults. And, you know, well, and I say we, meaning that Patrick did all the work. I did. I did everything. I cooked everything. I, well, that's pretty much all there was to do. Yeah, but we don't, oh, I put the, we don't I, do like classy silverware and things and like that. I put the forks and knives out. That's true. You did. You did. You tore the paper towels off the roll. And put them out for our guests. Yeah, and and it, you know it, we really lucked out because we didn't have enough knives. But one of our guests was a vegetarian, so we were like, "You don't need a knife. <laughs> You're not going to eat this meat." So, <laughs> <laughs> but that was actually kind of I'm like slightly a, underprepared. That was a huge hurdle for you. Like Pat ran into our friend Dylan on the street and was like, "We're going to have a dinner party. You should come." And as soon as he said that he was a vegetarian, like the color. Well, I mean, Patrick <laughs> is a certified white. So, what color? Patrick? So what color had, there was? It was pink. He like drained from. Pat's face because just like the prospect of cooking for a non-meat eater. How did you do, babe? I did well. I did really well. So I made a, a boneless leg of lamb in a miso honey rub, and I made a you quinoa side. With, you're supposed to start with the vegetarian portion so that you could, you know, well, that's yeah. fine. And then I put it right under his nose and said, <laughs> look at what you're missing, dude. No, we didn't do that. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but to, to satisfy all the vegetarians in the room, and there was only one, uh, I made a black quinoa with carrots, Brussels sprouts, and zucchini flowers. Hell yeah. We pro black up in this house yeah. and we do black <laughs> quinoa. And there were two. There were two on the shelf when I went there, and it said black quinoa, 
or white quinoa. And, and then there was a them? sign that said, you have to choose. You oh. can't you can't appreciate both. You have to choose yeah. one or the other. Yeah, Pick yeah, yeah, a yeah. side is yeah. what it said. Pro-black quinoa, anti-white <laughs> quinoa. Like... <laughs> Whatever you do, don't let Twitter find out about this. David Duke will have a field day. Did I tell you David Duke tweeted about me yesterday? Yes, you did. <laughs> tell, tell everyone else, because this, oh this is ridiculous. Well, I, I did this video for Decoded about like the etymology behind Cracker, White Trash, and Redneck. It's done super well. It's got like 2 million views on Facebook. Mm -hmm. It's getting posted everywhere. And apparently, David Duke, the former leader of the KKK, was really not feeling it. And he... No, he wasn't into that video? <laughs> really? He was like, don't you dare spit on my history. <laughs> um, he like posted a screenshot of it and, uh, you know, just said a bunch of like racist ramblings. And um, I just feel that if he knew what kind of quinoa we were eating, that he would be very offended. <laughs> he would. He would not. He would not come to our dinner party if we were serving He'd black quinoa. He'd be like, quinoa. "You race traitor." <laughs> He'd call me a race traitor. He, he would. would. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, and it surely wouldn't be the last. Um, so yeah, we had an amazing dinner party, um, and we kind of have become like dinner party aficionados because we had another one a few weeks ago when my mom was in town mm -hmm. and i think the best part of that dinner party was we played this game called black card revoked oh that was fun it's by the it's by this company called cards for all people and i guess this is kind of like the answer to cards against humanity if you've never played that game I mean, it is it is a tough one because it is uh, not very PC. It's definitely I mean, not PC. In fact, it's kind of designed to be fairly <laughs> offensive. I'm telling you, I've only played the game one time, and I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Me too. I was like, I can't. I can't play any of these cards. I was like, is anyone? Like, I hope no one's filming this because every single, and I mean, I won. Let's get it. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> you did, oh, that's I right. I forgot. In, you did win. I did win. I did. What does that mean, though? It you want a game that's pretty much offensive or just 360. Yeah, I don't know. I, I tried to play, you know, to my conscience, and I, I didn't do anything that I wouldn't, you know, uh, stand behind. But it was also just really weird because it did give me, like, anxiety. Like, some of the questions were just, like, really really out there and awful, like incest and like right, killing the topics, people yeah. and just like weird stuff that I was like, ooh. So Cards for All People is more inclusive, and we actually had a an edition that's all about getting your black card revoked. And what was so funny is at our dinner party, it was all black people and then Patrick and our friend Adam. And so it was so fun. Adam, Adam is white. Adam is white. Sorry. I thought that was a given. <laughs> I was like, what black Adam do you know? Patrick and somebody Patrick brought. <laughs> um, so it was really funny because I felt like Pat and Adam were getting really defensive because it's a, it's a game that's all about um, majority rules. So it's like a question and then everybody has to vote on the answer to the question. And then if you get, you know, if you lose then at the end of the game, your black card is revoked right the right the right answer is a matter of consensus right and i mean you know technically patrick has never had a black card but that you know what that actually made the game really fun for me because it was nice to play a game where i had nothing at stake <laughs> you know it was, it was really great to play a game and be like well you're not gonna take my black card i don't have one <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, there was nothing to gain either. Like, it wasn't like that someone was going to issue me a black card if I did really well or something. Here, let me ask you one. This is a good one. And so because only two of us are here, 
my um, answer will count as two because I am the only <laughs> black person. Here. Your answer will be by definition correct. Yeah. And whatever I choose will be by will definition be wrong. wrong. Well, no, if you pick the same one as me, then you'll be correct. And then you get like a. This is so rigged. You don't get an honorary, you get like a gray card. I get like, a it's like a pass. For, <laughs> it's like a day pass. Yeah. Ex- okay. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it permits you to come to the cookout. It permits you to. Um, uh, that's about it. If you come, yeah. There's nothing <laughs> I else. Okay. Anything. Oh, else it, it allows you to touch my hair, but only mine. Sure. Okay. I, I'll take it. I obviously I'm I'm only going to get what you give me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all of that sounds great. That's like a metaphor for our life. <laughs> okay, ready? Um, and you can play at home. And if you are black, whatever answer you choose is correct. And if you are not, then then, then you hope win, hope you that you pick some, whatever friend pick. You win some, you lose some. Okay. Um, if mama sent you to the store with five dollars, what are you supposed to bring back? A a cold pop. B, a lottery ticket. C, some cigarettes. D, her change. Oh, um, I don't think you can buy cigarettes for five bucks anymore. No, and my mom doesn't smoke. (laughs) (laughs) So am I playing? Like, what game am I playing? I'm just playing to you, really. But that's what the game is. It's whoever, whatever black people are around, they make the rules. They make the rules. This is the first time in history that we decide some shit, okay? Let me have this. Okay. What is your answer? So I can tell you you're wrong. The the freeze pop. How about the freeze pop? No, it's a lottery ticket. A lottery ticket. (laughs) How was I supposed to know this? Well, maybe if you actually paid attention in our relationship, you would know. Did you buy your mom lottery tickets? I have bought my mom a lottery ticket before. Huh. Yeah. Um, God, you're right. I'm I'm a terrible husband. How did I not know that you bought your mom a lottery ticket at some point? Okay, in the past? this is one that's not actually a um, majority rule. Like there is an actual answer for this one. Oh. According to Mama, what does it mean if your ear keeps itching? A. You need to wash. B. Someone is talking about you. C, you need to see a doctor. D, you're about to fall in love. Mm, you're about to fall in love? No, somebody's <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> How was I supposed to know that over the other one? Because that's the actual answer. Okay, <laughs> because you said so. No, 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 it oh, says no, this it one on actually the card. Has this one is actually, this is actually the real so, answer. So let me, ask, let me ask you, Fran, how does someone like me play a game like this? <laughs> <laughs> You can't. There's some things you can't do. You can't say the N-word. You can't play this game. You know what I mean? Like, life is cruel for the white man. This game, the, the funniest thing about this, my favorite part of uh, about this game mm-hmm. is that you can tell that it's it was written by black people for black people. Because we were all getting our lives, and Adam and Patrick were like, uh. <laughs> yeah, but because they, because they set the most obvious traps for white people, they were so funny. It would be like, it would be like, it would be like uh, the best rappers of all time are Tupac, Biggie, and Diddy, uh-huh. B, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, or Snoop Dogg, or C, Eminem, Drake, and that little white dude that likes his music real loud, real loud. You know? It's like, it's like oh, wait. You guys are like, well, it's obviously D, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like Eminem. I know the... Oh, wait a minute. I know. I know what you guys are up to. Oh, my God. Um, let me see if I can pick one more. I'll pick one that actually has... A real, um, oh, here you go. Now, you should get this one. Okay? Oh, don't start it with that. I'm just going to put it out there, and I'm hoping that will give you some encouragement, and you'll really believe in yourself. Put the white aside for just a minute. <laughs> okay. 
If they climb in through your windows, you should hide your A, money, B, Easter eggs, C, kids and wife, D, kids and wife. C. I knew this one. Yes, right. C, okay. All right. All right. I, you know, I wanted to give you one because I felt bad for you. Oh, okay, thank you. So that was... <laughs> Um, yeah, so this game was super fun, and, you know, um, even though we don't have sponsors or anything, we want to encourage you to check this game out, because we had a really good time with it. And honestly, even if there's just one black person around, I think that this would be really fun. Give them some power, and let them, you know, decide <laughs> <laughs> if you get a black card or not. Well, that person's the only one with anything on the line, then. Oh, no, they're not going to have it revoked. They're going to be the majority rule, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. So that they will get to decide. Because then I picture, like, one one black person and a bunch of white people, and the black person's, like, sweating bullets being like, <laughs> like don't take much. my black card. <laughs> no, no, they'll be, they I've would got be, the power. Right. They, yeah. would, they would define all the rules at that point. Yeah, it was. All the correct answers. It was super, super fun. That's kind of like the way that our dinner parties have been going. The only thing I will say negative about last night's dinner party experience is, you know, whatever. Patrick's a great cook. He loves to, like, show out and, like, do all these fancy plating things. Did you tell him that, that we had edible flowers on the plate? Yeah, zucchini flowers. Yeah, I mean, you know, he likes to do his yeah. whole thing. I just think uh, the idea of eating flowers is, I, I don't know. No, no, no. It's, it seems it's, amazing. It's great. Me. Listen, it's great. But all I'm saying, the only thing that I didn't like is that you had to, like, rub in my and everyone else's faces that I'm not a cook. And you had to talk bad about me making my little... Oh. Oh, you're you know, still baked, upset about the comment my that you baked chicken. Yeah, I, I basically tell them what you said. <laughs> I told I told everyone that because Fran was saying this is good, this is not good, and um, she really has such poor taste. No, no, no. Okay, wait. This is how this started because someone said that the the zucchini flour was bitter tasting, and I said I said that. Okay, the someone was you, and I was the someone. <laughs> Sorry, I just close my eyes when you start talking. Like, <laughs> um, and I tasted it, and it didn't taste like anything to me. Like, it didn't taste bitter. It didn't taste sweet. It just tasted like air, you know? And Patrick's response was like, well, you know, Fran doesn't have very good taste. I mean, I, I, hate, I, mean, to, I hate to break it to you, baby. Which is but kind it... of a self-drag because look at who I'm married to. What? I mean, if you're going to say that I don't have good taste. I say you didn't have good taste in husbands. But just saying you don't have good taste, like technically speaking, could refer to lots of different things. (laughs) You know know I'm talking about food. I'm just saying, though, like if you want to drag yourself, drag (laughs) yourself. But like just know that that's what you're doing. And I'm just going to make sure that you know. I'm feeling really attacked right now. Okay, okay. (laughs) 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 I am. Well, it's not meant to be an attack. I mean, you have terrible taste. I don't. I mean, you can bake a piece of chicken with no seasoning on it into a tiny little rock and then eat it and tell me how good it is. That is not true at all. And that is complete. That is a lie. It's a it's it's a total truth. You know what? I've seen you eat things. That's not true. I put salt and pepper. Delina got us that Cajun pepper. Delina got us that Cajun seasoning from now Nowlands. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you have to say it from Nowlands, and it's delicious. And I feel like you coming onto the podcast and asserting that I one don't season my chicken, two that I don't have good taste is 
blasphemous and reminds me of the swarmy little tactics that like, you know, you'd see like Republicans using in those freaking commercials. You're no better. You're no better <laughs> no than better. Donald Trump going oh after you are. Now I feel attacked. You should because I am attacking you. <laughs> I'm going for the jugular. I'm, oh, I'm, I see. The best defense is a good offense. Is that what this is? Exactly. Exactly. You That's it. No, are no. a certified white. <laughs> the certified you, white. People you, love that. I'm trying to think of like other things I can tack you for, but right. I'm having a really... I lost black I'm, card revoked. You, are, you don't have... You've never had a black I've never card. never had a black card. You don't know shit about my mama. <laughs> and... I spent my mom's money on freeze pops instead of lottery tickets. She asked for lotto tickets, and you brought her a freeze pop, and mm, that's it. So now you know how it feels. And here's the thing. I wait, it, You know, when it's just you and me, fine. But we're at a dinner party, and you say it to everyone that I would eat a little chicken rock. <laughs> the chicken rock, though. Why did you say that? My chicken has I've never, seen it with my own it's eyes. It's never been a rock, ever. I've never eaten a chicken rock in my life. I would never do something like that. It's disgusting. It's not natural. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't do it. Well, that's if, if I were running attack ads, that's what would be in it. You would call me out on eating chicken rocks? On eating chicken rocks, which is disgusting and terrible. I can't believe you do it. You know what? In fact, I am going to open a super pack with the change... <laughs> The change that's in our little change jar next to the front door. Good luck. There's, There's got to be like 50 bucks in there by now. No, half of it's Moroccan so money. I will use it to <laughs> so, burn you down. There's a bunch of Durham's in there. <laughs> that's just, true. You know? <laughs> I was like cleaning out I my what wallet. what the exchange rate is. Right? I was like, oh my God, I have so much change in here. And I was like, oh, just kidding. I've got like 30 <laughs> bucks in Durham's. Never going to be able to use this. All right. So then after, after the exchange rate... I'll have about $5 to put towards the attack ads. Yeah, and they can only run in Marrakesh. <laughs> good good luck winning good luck winning uh uh the election there. What what are we if we were what would we be running for though? If you were running attack ads against me then we, that means that we're both we're running to be oh, elected yeah. for something, right? Right. You know, I don't think I need an election to to run attack ads against you. I think that's just it's just fun for fun's sake. You oh, know? well, I would like to be the president of this podcast. Well, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Period. Francesca's running for president of last name basis, but it's obvious she doesn't know what she wants. She's indecisive, waffling. Hesitant. They're not as cute as they looked on the website. Backslider. Maybe they'd look good with the green dress. Wishy-washy. I think I'm going to return these and get the sandals. Flippy flopper. She isn't fit to run errands, let alone a podcast. You convinced me. Oh, Francesca, you're so easily swayed. What do you think, the wool coat or the suede coat? Easily Easily swayed. swayed. Is this who you want in charge of last name basis? Running the animal corner, negotiating with the Chinese. Patrick knows what he wants, and he knows how to get it. Hi, I'm Patrick. I know what I want, and I know how to get it. If I'm elected podcast president, I'll work hard to ensure the episodes are released on time, every week, or two weeks, whatever our schedule is. I promise there will be a chicken in every pot, a smartphone in every pocket, and that goes for everybody. I don't care if you are a vegetarian, or if you're wearing cargo pants and have six pockets. You're getting six phones, and they're going to have free Wi-Fi. And four, six, no eight Gs, because that's American. Because I believe in hard work, creating jobs, opportunity and inclusion, hashtag laughter, roses without thorns and seedless watermelons. That's my platform. That's what I stand for. 
Okay, well, you just said you don't even want a position. But now I'm running for so president now... because <laughs> president of the podcast. Because if you're going to run, you then really I have to run against Donald you. Donald Trump. Like you just are <laughs> running because I'm running. What is wrong with you? You know what? I think um, I think I can win this thing. You can be my VP if you want. You. First of all, you're going to run attack ads against me saying untruths about my chicken. And then <laughs> those are true. They're there. I'll, I'll get some photos. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to bring the receipts because mm-hmm. I would love to see that. But I'll put them next to what I cook and people will see the difference that there's a clear difference and that I'm qualified to be the president of this podcast. I will not let your camera get anywhere near my chicken. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to be like, you can't prove that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good approach. Deny it. Just deny all of it. Exactly. Hey, let's move into the science corner. Wait, why are you? (laughs) Don't shame me. Really? Are you going to attack how I introduce the science corner now? Oh, totally. All right. Then why don't you do it? Welcome to the science corner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. That okay, that bad. wasn't any better. That was terrible. Science <laughs> so, this week's science corner is going to start with a little bit of bad news. What's the bad news? Unfortunately, I have to share with you that 2016 is going to be a little bit longer than we expected. Okay. It's going to be exactly one second longer. One second longer. An actual second. Yeah. This is so weird. There will be an additional second at 659.59 on December 31st. This is because uh, the timekeepers at the International Earth Rotation and Reference System Service, which means their whole job is to look at the Earth's rotation. Apparently, they fucked up a little bit, and we are, <laughs> our clocks and the Earth are off by one second. Y'all had one job, and you couldn't even do it. Well, you know what? In their defense, they were only off by a single second. I know, but there are serious consequences for being off. By a second. Like what? If this happens every single year for like a long time, by 2700, we'll have an extra half hour to sleep in the morning. Wait, by 2700? Is that what you said? Yeah, we're going to have an extra 30 minutes to sleep because these guys keep fucking up. So some 700 years from now. So that's actually a good thing. <laughs> Wait a second. We'll, I retract, we'll gain 30, I re- 30 I minutes? I retract all of that. I would like to sleep in. I mean, I'll be dead, but technically. <laughs> but they're recalculating, so you will never see that time. Well, here's the thing. They have all of these extra. We keep gaining seconds, and they keep taking them away. You see what this is? It's the man. <laughs> trying, to, trying to take our seconds from us. Why does that sound like an Adele song? It's like, we keep gaining seconds, and you're taking them Do you remember when everybody was freaking out about Y2K? Yes. Why does time have this much influence over our lives? Like, if 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 the clocks are off, apparently, they can, like, melt down, like, businesses and science places and, you know, all of those Very official, scientific. This is, you're really those... rocking the science corner. Listen, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am not really, I don't. I don't come to the science corner very often, <laughs> so I'm still learning my way around. I tripped over an ottoman a few minutes ago. I just smashed thought, a beaker. I thought this was interesting. It is interesting. And I just want to make sure that everyone is prepared to use that extra second wisely. 
because it'll be gone before you know it. <laughs> that was good. That was nice. I think we'll close with that. He's smart. He's got a good job. He cooks. He cleans. On the surface, Patrick seems like a good guy. Trust me, I'm married to him. But what you don't know is he's unfocused. I mean, could you focus with me around? Exactly. Now, most people would see being completely enamored by your wife as a good thing. But is that what you want in a podcast president? Someone who turns into a stammering pile of mush as soon as his beautiful, talented wife is around? Is that whose finger you want on the button? I think not. So make the right choice and vote for Francesca. Also on the topic of seconds, did you see my five-second rule? Thing? Yes. <laughs> this is bunk science. This is garbage science. These are quacks, <laughs> whoever wrote this. So apparently researchers have, have studied the five-second rule, which if you don't know what the five-second rule is, that's when you drop some food on the ground and you yell, five-second rule, <laughs> so that you don't have to feel ashamed when you pick it up and put and it you back in it. your mouth. How did that catch on? I swear everybody knows what the five-second rule is. Because people need a rule to, to satisfy their shame when they pick something up off the ground and eat it when they know they shouldn't. It's you clearly You know, that's dirty. some first-world shit where we're like, <laughs> five-second five rule, like, I'm still going to eat it. Like, everyone else is like, what? Well, we ju- you yeah. just eat it. You just don't need a rule. It. Yeah. Well, we need five seconds. Well, apparently that rule, that five-second rule is bullshit. According to scientists, which who trusts them? We're in the science oh, right. corner. I think that we kind of, like, that is no, ma- that's scientists- mad disrespectful. At least leave the corner before you talk that shit. I believe them. I never believed that the five-second rule was real. That makes no sense. Just because you yelled five-second rule, the bacteria is like, oh, we got to get out of here. Like, it runs away. Absolutely. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like a talisman against disease. Yeah. Apparently, that bacteria will transfer to your food no matter how fast you actually pick it up it doesn't matter what i thought was really interesting is that carpet can i talk the carpet (laughs) carpet (laughs) what i thought was really interesting was that carpet has the lowest transfer rate of bacteria wouldn't you think that carpet I i would expect i would expect all the germs to be in the carpet Exactly. That sounds really nasty. <laughs> That's what she said. We all don't the, have carpet. So. All the germs are in the carpet. Um, yeah, I just want to know who started the five-second rule because they have lied to everyone, and I think that they should be held accountable. Yeah, but when you drop your food and you want to eat it again, what are you going to say? I'm not going to eat it. You're I'm, just going to leave it there. No, I'm not going to leave it. What if it's it? an M&M? What if it has a candy shell? I don't eat M&Ms. But, I mean... Actually, the candy shell is a good, I mean, that is a protective layer. I feel like if everything had a candy shell, you could drop anything on the ground and just pick it up. You wouldn't even need five seconds. Yeah, you could crack it open a little bit, and then you could just. Like a rotisserie chicken. Why are you dropping, why are you dropping a chicken? It's so when you drop it. Sir, this is the person who is bragging about their culinary skills and, you know, using freaking zucchini flowers and shit, and now you're going to tell me that you drop chickens? No. <laughs> I take that back, I guess. <laughs> you had to like wait five seconds to decide if you dropped a chicken or not. Okay. Well, just so you all know, if you drop something on the floor, please do not eat it because five seconds are not going to save you. All right. Well, since we're visiting the corners, 
Let's go on into the animal corner. I'm not, I'm not any better at this you than you suck. are. Listen, you have to have a lot of energy before you introduce the corner. Okay. Okay. So okay. really step it up. Just try step to step it up. You know what I mean? It, embrace like the inner animal in you. Bring that fire. I feel like because we started with this with the black card revoked thing. Oh, I'm just you looking like at you, you for all you the have, answers. You have no swag. <laughs> You're like, I don't have any swag. I don't know how to do this. Oh, yeah, you just tell me what to do. Just try. Just try. Pretend you're a white lion. A white lion. Yeah, it's an animal. It's white. <laughs> okay. That's it has power. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, bring that, okay. that, like, raw energy and emotion when you introduce the corner so that everyone's like, oh, damn, we going into this animal corner. This is about to get real. All right, let's do it. Animal corner time. Yeah. All right. That was it. That was the that was the intro. Mm-hmm. Play the theme song. Animal Corner. Okay. So apparently there's a vaccine in the works to stop the frog apocalypse. The frog apocalypse. The frog apocalypse. I and, endorse the frog apocalypse. And what what but see what do you understand the frog apocalypse to mean? That sounds to me because I read this headline. That sounds like a desolate world that doesn't have any frogs. And a frog killed my dog in elementary school. And so <laughs> I'm okay with it. My listen, you know how they have the like, I'm Francesca Ramsey, I'm running for podcast president, and I endorse this message. Mm-hmm. I endorse the frog apocalypse. That's like a frog genocide, though. Mm-hmm, I'm okay with that. You're 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 willing to get rid of all the frogs? They're nasty. They make really weird sounds. Like in my old house backyard, they were always like, bah, bah. like it was really gross. They're slimy. I told you one killed my dog. I can't. I cannot believe you. I don't like them. I see. I read this honestly, and I thought the frog apocalypse was like the frogs were coming to to destroy all of us. Oh. I took it when I first read this. It was completely the other way around. I just assume if it's a frog apocalypse, it's it's a a mass of frogs that are coming so to destroy what humanity. Actually, is it? Well, it turns out that frogs have been dying in massive numbers because of the chytrid fungus, which essentially just deteriorates their skin until they die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they made a vaccine, which is an antifungal, and they're spreading it through the frog population. Do they have them. frog anti-vaxxers? I wonder if that's, yeah, you could be the frog anti-vaxxer. No, no, no. I'm it saying could be part like, of your platform. I'm saying, like, are there frogs out there that are like, nah, dude, I'm not fucking with these vaccines. They're lying to us. <laughs> no, I don't think any of the frogs. Oh, they're not? No, they need this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I still, I mean, I will say though, I mean, I'm going to try and put aside my feelings about frogs to say that Frog Apocalypse could be a really good movie. Yeah, or a good band name. Ooh, I would listen. Their, their, their earlier stuff was better. <laughs> Always. <laughs> the when sophomore in, slump. When in doubt, just say that their older stuff was better. No, no, no. I could just see somebody being like, wait a second, I don't hear anything. And it's because there's the frogs are all gone. You know what I mean? Like right. that's how the movie starts. It's like it's quiet. It's all quiet. Too quiet. It's too quiet. There's no frogs. Where are the frogs? Frog apocalypse. And for some reason, yeah, they okay. And it's kind of like the Stranger Things, like the frog apocalypse, like slowly like grows. Totally. And like there's black everywhere, and the frog apocalypse logos like in green. You know what I'm saying? Because it's right. like frogs. Good frog colors. Yeah, and the whole movie is about them like looking they're running around they're like over here and then there's like no frogs there <laughs> they're looking for frogs that's the movie yeah they're like because they're because they, they have to find the last two frogs on earth oh it's like last of the weekends but it's last of the frogs sure frog you know what i mean like there are two left 
they gotta find him. They gotta like make a mate, but they like don't really like each other. Turns into a romantic comedy. It's about two frogs that like fall in love. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they both like hate each other at first. They're, They're like, entirely Ugh. mismatched. Yeah, exactly. They're two different species. Right. A frog. You know what I mean? Right. They're... She's a frog from the top of the tree. <laughs> He's a toad from the bottom of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarity ensues. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, no, that sounds great. I would watch that movie. <laughs> now you're four frogs. And then at the end, when they kiss, it turns out that they were actually two people. Yeah. It's kind of like the princess and the frog. Right, but they're both prince and princess. They're both humans. Yeah. And kissing each other turns yes. them back into humans. And then the people who are looking for them to save the frogs are like, fuck, now all the frogs are dead. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. And when they kiss... They have to both be black because it's similar to the Disney movie. We can't have representation unless they're actually animals. Like, they're like, oh, a movie with a black princess? Make her a frog the whole time. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> so you'll watch the whole movie and be like, why are there any black people in this movie? Yeah. Oh, they were the frogs. Oh, yeah, there it is. And then it's like, boom, Disney, frog apocalypse. <laughs> well, it sounds like we've got it all mapped out. Yeah, I really want to see this. I'm going to tweet angrily about this movie when it comes out. Francesca wants to be president of the podcast, but can she be trusted? It's time to ask the tough questions. Objectively, she says she wants equality for all people. But which people? Not you. Not you. Why did she marry a white guy? Just to lock him down. She goes by Cheska Lee, but her name is Francesca Ramsey. What is she hiding? Use your imagination. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, did Francesca cut it down just to spite the environment? Was it full of baby birds? Google it. Google it. Is she a liar? A war criminal? Drug smuggler? Illuminati? Communist? Alien lizard? You decide. decide. Has she ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Why? 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 How come? Answer me. I'm Patrick, and unlike Fran, I can admit that I don't have the answers to all the questions. That's why I'm asking you to come up with answers that make me look good and Fran look bad. Then I'm asking you to believe the answers you just made up and to vote for me for president of last name basis. Let's do some listener letters. Yeah. Or we just have one listener letter. Yeah, we do have a listener letter. If you would like to send us an email, you could do so at lnbpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, and we might read your email on the show. So, uh, Patrick, who's this week's letter from? This week's letter is from Sienna, and she says, Something I really love about your podcast is hearing the way the two of you discuss racism and sexism. To be honest, I'm more amazed at Patrick in this regard, not because he's more informed, but because you wouldn't expect it from a white man. Ooh. And I didn't have to read that part, but I did because uh, it's self-congratulatory. I need those... that cookie. Yeah. I lost black card revoked, so, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to make up for it. Anyway, she goes on to say, I'm a black woman dating a white man, and I found that he has the openness to talk about race and the politics of our relationship. But more and more, I'm seeing that it's really only to a limited extent. And she goes on to say, the other day I suggested that he was white mansplaining something to me when I was telling him about my experience of being catcalled and how it's not just about gender but also about race. Uh, and she says that he literally put his hands up yeah. and said he couldn't do this anymore and ended further discussion. Whoa. Yeah. So oh that's, a, that's a pretty big moment. Yeah, um, that's, that is um, really disappointing. 
So is she asking us for advice on how to deal with this? Well, her question is, how can you be more, how can she be more sensitive to the feelings of her partner while also critical and conscious of the incessant tendency to center on his white feelings? Ooh, that's really, really tough. I mean, here's the thing. I really think that it is great that she wants to be sensitive to his feelings, but if she's in the middle of expressing her feelings and his response is to stop and tell her that he can't do this anymore, even if it's not about racial issues, even if he wasn't white, I would say that that's really not acceptable from any partner. Like that's not how a partnership works. Like there's supposed to be a give and take. And part of that is when you're sharing how you feel about something, the other person can't be like, okay, you know what? I'm done. Peace out. So I don't think that has to do with like, idea of white fragility that's just like common decency right. in a relationship like right. you're telling him how you feel about something and he should be able to listen and respect that and then also be there to comfort you especially if you're sharing something that's been really stressful or hurtful in this case you know dealing with street harassment yeah at the same time though it's really not uncommon to see people shut down like this right and i think in a relationship it's a lot more complicated. Right, because, because you have to like really work with this person. It's not like someone that you go to school with or you actually, you know, work with in a in an office or something like that. Like you live with them sometimes or, you know, you spend a lot of time with them and so you want to compromise. Right. Yeah, and you have to compromise. And and the thing is when you when you're dealing with somebody who is a little bit, I guess, behind the curve in terms of understanding these issues, mm-hmm. you know, it you can only push them so far. But at the same time, it's not its not Sienna's responsibility to wait for him to get as far as he needs to be. Right. So that she's not offended by his, you know, his lack of empathy. Yeah. And so you know? I think you're in definitely a difficult position because this is ultimately a decision that you have to make. Because like Pat said, it's really not your job to sit there and hold his hand and educate him. But if you really love him and you really care about him, then sometimes those are the allowances that you have to make in a relationship and say, and, and, and again, it's not just limited to like racial issues. It can be, you know, just talking about gender or talking about sexuality with your partner. And those might be things that they haven't been exposed to or they're confused about or they have like a really different perspective than you do. And so you have to say to yourself, am I okay dating somebody who you know, slut shames women or like makes comments about people's bodies or like whatever it is that like don't fit with your um, your ideologies and like what you think is really important. It's up to you to decide, like, do I want to talk to my partner about this and like us work through it? Or am I going to say like, you know what, there are some things that I don't do. You know what I mean? Like, relationship card revoked, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you have to make a personal choice as to whether or not it's worth it. Right. You know, everything is give and take, like you were saying. Yeah, Um, and maybe, hopefully you guys have had a little bit of time to kind of cool off from this situation. Oh, they definitely have, because they wrote us this, like, six months (laughs) (laughs) six months ago, and we just haven't. Oh, my God. We haven't gotten to it. Pat, you weren't supposed to do that. (laughs) Okay, well, who knows? Maybe you aren't together anymore, Um, but, you know, if you are, or for any other one, anyone else that's dealt with this, because we do get a lot. That's of, why I put it on here because yeah, this is, I mean, this is not uncommon. Yeah, we we get a lot of um, listeners who are in interracial relationships, and you know, um, really appreciate our perspective on this. And I think it's really a matter of you sitting down with your partner and telling them, "Hey, listen, we were having a conversation about X, Y, and Z. Here's how you behaved, and this is how it made me feel." And again, that applies to like any type of conflict in a relationship. Pretty much everything, And sometimes you just have to take a break from whatever the conflict was 
to cool off and then come back together and really lay out for each other. Like, here's how I felt about how you responded or like, here's what I was trying to say. And I need you to be more receptive or, or I need you to just listen, you know, and that's something that you and I have worked on in our relationship. I have a tendency when Pat tells me about something and he has a problem to like, jump in and want to help and I'm like well you can do this or how about this da, 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 da. And, right. and Pat doesn't always really need that right uh, that's totally true sometimes I'm just I just want to vent exactly and um, so you know we kind of had to come to a place where we understood that not every time we present a grievance or, or you present a grievance are you really looking for a solution like you just mm-hmm. need me to listen you know and, it, and that was one of the things that she actually th- this letter that she sent us was much longer than what i read but one of the things she mentions is uh is is his 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 quickness to say oh well it's just because people stare at people when mm-hmm. if they're staring at you it's just because people stare it's what they do right or when she says i have a problem with white people with dreads i feel like that's appropriation mm-hmm. and he has some quick response that sort of smooths everything over and moves on and it's right. it's i think doesn't like th- validate her opinion and exactly kind of it's very like, dismissive oh, no, 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 that's not what it is right and sometimes you have to put that out there to them you know and you can say to him listen it makes me feel really uncomfortable when i'm telling you how i feel about something and instead of just listening you tell me that no well that's not what really happened or like you you're not justified in feeling that way because it's x y and z like no sir i feel this way because this is how i feel and this is what i experienced and this is something that you don't experience so well that's a big part of it right i mean it's it's this person's ignorance to her experience that causes him to be so dismissive right uh and and it's not really it's not that surprising that he would try to say something like, oh, you know, it's just people staring. They stare at everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, that white dude with dreads. He just he just doesn't know any better, and that, so it's fine. And I think maybe what, what people tend to do and maybe what he's doing is trying to see see things from his perspective. Like, what if I were that guy? Mm-hmm. You know, what if I was in that situation? What if I was, you know, if, if I had dreads? You know, would I be... Would I be a bad guy? No, it's not about it's not about right or wrong necessarily in the in the moral sense. Right, it's in a broader. He's not understanding like the historical context. Exactly, he's not ex- understanding, especially if she's talking about like microaggressions, like catcalling and stuff like that. He doesn't exactly. understand that that's part of her daily experience, and and maybe that speaks to the fact that you should have a conversation with him about some of those things that you experience. Like you might need to have that big privilege talk because right. he, these are things that he doesn't understand. And again, that's really a choice that you have to make. Like, do you want to have that conversation with him? Do you want to hold his hand? Do you want to give him a reading list? Like, maybe you don't. And I think that that's totally fair if you don't want to. Oh, it's absolutely your prerogative. I mean, you know, it's not your your job to do somebody else's work. Right, exactly. And especially when, uh, for a lot of marginalized people, we spend a lot of time doing that. Like, at school, at work, with random people on the bus. It's just like every single day. It's like, explain to me why X, Y, and Z. And then you Mm -hmm. come home to your partner and you're like mother fuck like I don't want to do this again (laughs) so it's understandable but at the same time that's kind of something that you have to figure out for yourself so sorry that it took us six months to get to your listener letter (laughs) you've either you've either worked this out or you've dumped him a long time ago yeah and you know what either way we support you girl because we believe in you There's a lot of things I could say about Patrick, but when it comes to running for podcast president, why not hear from the man himself? Take a listen to these voicemail messages. At the end of your message, press one. Hey, babe, I'm going to stay late tonight, so I'm going to have to finish the episode tomorrow, if that's okay. 
Hey babe, find out from Victoria if we can push the recording to next weekend. I can't do Saturday anymore. Hey, I have to prepare for court tomorrow, but don't worry, I'm gonna edit this weekend, I promise. So I listened to the episode, it kinda sucks. Um, why don't we just scrap it? It's already a week old anyway, that way I don't really have to do this editing. Mm, I don't hear a podcast president, I just hear excuses. I'm Francesca, and I approved this message. Guess what? What? Wait, no, 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 let me guess, let me guess. Florida man. Yes! Florida, Florida man. man. So, if you are new to our show, which you very well might be, Florida Man is a segment where I pull four headlines about Florida men and Patrick, who is a genuine Florida man. Because certified. A certified Florida man, because we are both from West Palm Beach, Florida, has to decide which one of these headlines is fake. So... You can play along at home, and you can also send us Florida Man headlines because we love uh, listener participation. Are you ready, Patrick? I'm ready. All right. Headline number one. Armed Florida Man found roaming around park dressed as dinosaur cop. A dinosaur cop? Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate? What does that mean, dinosaur cop? It was a, a dinosaur cop. Like, I mean, that's what the headline says. I'm okay. not going to give you <laughs> okay. any. I almost fell for it. I almost fell for it, but I'm just going to just tell you what the headline says. Okay. okay. I did. Okay. Number two. Florida man named Vladimir Putin arrested after shouting in supermarket. His name was Vladimir Putin? According to the headline. <laughs> I see you're, you're not, not giving anything. No, yo, you're not going to you, trick me. Your poker face. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Number three. Florida man uses private plane to draw giant radar penis. Oh, okay. So in the the radar pings, what the radar picks up I mean, ultimately it shows just a says penis. Giant radar penis. So do with that what you will. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I could see that. Uh, I don't know how many. I don't know. There's some Florida men with planes down there. Number four, Florida man on drugs kills imaginary friend and turns himself in. <laughs> I kind of I kind of hope that's not fake because that one actually has a fairly happy ending. <laughs> Justice was finally served in Florida. Uh so which one's the fake headline? Oh, the um oh, the dinosaur cop. The dinosaur cop is is fake. Because how do you dress up as a dinosaur cop? That doesn't make any sense and he's roaming around a park that's not The dinosaur cop one was real. You you're okay. It's not Which, which one was fake then? They're all real. <laughs> I'm switching up on you. I didn't really. I had a really hard time. You cheated. So you cheated. I mean, I did, but. Uh, Look, I already lost my black card today. (laughs) I don't I don't need this. I just wanted to, you know, switch it up, do a little something (laughs) different. We're in a new studio. You know what I mean? We're just kicking off a new chapter in our podcast life. And I wanted to show that maybe your Florida man card should be revoked as well. Because a real Florida man. I'm running out of cards, Fred. Exactly. <laughs> cards on the table. You, you won't ain't be happy until no... you've taken all of them from me. Give them all to me. A real Florida man would have known that all of these were real Florida men. So uh, you win some, you lose some. Listen, you won two in a row last time. Lies. Oh, that's that's what this is about. I yeah. just Because I won the last two, you just had to make me lose. Mm-hmm. You There's... threw the game. Yeah, I did. 
Oh, my God. Well, you know what? For all of you who might vote for Francesca as podcast president, you now know that she cheated no, no, and admitted you now, it. No, you now know she'll do whatever it takes to win. Oh, don't try to spin and this she like will, this. she will expose ignorance in the campaign and that you want somebody who is Who's actually ignorant? from Florida. That's You know what? I want to see your birth certificate. <laughs> You're a birther now? Where were you born? <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Real Florida men not only know other Florida men, their birth certificates are in the shape of the state of Florida. So either you produce the birth certificate <laughs> or you drop out of the race because you know that you're a liar and a cheater. I don't have to produce my scammer. birth certificate. Okay, so then that just proves that you cannot. I just have to produce my arsenal of guns and they'll believe that I'm from Florida. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't have any guns. Exactly. You're what a liar. I, <laughs> it doesn't make me very Florida-like. Doesn't sound like a Florida man to me. Well, let's close out the show with a little bit of slanguage, B. Explain to us what this language B is, because we oh, might have yeah, new listeners. We might have new listeners. So the language B is where I bring, and sometimes Patrick, you know, challenges me to a language B. Um, the name is a little misleading because there's actually no spelling involved. <laughs> we just pick different slang words from yeah. around the internet. Also, language is a completely fabricated word. Yeah, but that's word. what's fun about it because it's like slang and language, and then we. Bring a slang word, and then Patrick's job is to try and figure out what it is. It's kind of similar to uh, the black card revoked. This is where Patrick proves. This is the part of the show where Patrick, again, loses something. <laughs> well, you know what? Last week you did get it. You got it right last week. Oh, that's week. true. I did. So, I mean, that's why I'm stepping so you're it gonna, up. Are you going to throw this one, too? No, Are you going to no, cheat no. on this one, too? No, no, no. I'm going to give you a real—honestly, you— you might get this one right, too, because it's gotten very popular. Okay. It's been around for a while, but recently it's gained popularity on the internet, okay? Okay, give it to me. I'm so ready. So this week's language B phrase is, the gag is. The gag is. Mm-hmm. The gag. That's like, that's like, uh, that's when you say, like, you know, you're seeing through somebody's, through somebody's garbage, their nonsense. You're saying this is, I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out on whatever whatever lies you're telling. Is or, this the kind of man that you want to be podcast president? You know? I don't think so. Because I don't know what the gag is? <laughs> this is the gag right here. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? No. Okay, then I think okay. I got it wrong. The gag is uh, a statement that you used to say, like, little do they know, or like a funny thing, or the irony. So, for example, you might say, like, um, this guy invited me to a party, and then he said, don't bother showing up. But the gag is, I wasn't going to go anyway. Aha. Uh-huh. So, like, little did he know, I wasn't going to the party. But you have to go, the gag is. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, really? that's apparently how you say it. <laughs> See, I don't believe you know how to use the gag is. I do. I do. Well, here's the thing. It's like, so this is like a, a gay, like, ballroom slang thing that, okay. you know, is very popular. And then there's this actress, Kiki Palmer, who's been saying it a lot. And so people are incorrectly attributing it to her. Mm-hmm. So there is some kind of, like, division in the community as to, you know, the gag is who actually brought this to the table, <laughs> we might never know. <laughs> so everyone is kind of, you know, saying that she's the one who's made it really popular and mm-hmm. she's made it more popular in the sense that, like, right. everyone is saying it and now everyone's saying it with, like, rah, rah, like you know, that weird voice. Um, but it's super popular, so that's why I thought that you might have heard it before. But again... Nope. 
You are staying <laughs> true to your roots. You know what? I'm busy working on my politics, my uh, on your campaign, on my campaign, your campaign that you're going to lose. I will win this campaign. I will be the podcast president. Okay. Well, we look forward. I might not know what the gag is. But I have policy in place to oh. run this podcast. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, run it to the ground. <laughs> I just hope you all know who you are voting for for podcast president. Make sure that you are registered to vote because the deadline is quickly approaching and only one of us can be podcast prez. So let us know who you are voting for for last name basis <laughs> podcast president. You can tweet us. At Cheska Lee. At Ty Optional. Or just use the hashtag last name basis and let us know what you thought of this week's episode, who you would like to see in the podcast White House. There can only be <laughs> one of us. So I'm going to have faith that you will make the right decision and put a woman in the podcast. Oh, point. okay. I see. I see. I'm playing that card because you ain't got that card. <laughs> Another card I don't have. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be you. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis on Brick Radio.